Okay, Inappropriate Earl is back. Uh, we took the holidays off uh, so I could go to Alabama and mingle with the country folk. And uh, we're back bigger than ever. Uh, thank you to Stephen Piercy, my last guest, the lead singer of Rat. Still rat and rolling after 40 years. And I have the new rat coming. Uh, and I, I see their manager having a heart attack right now. Me introducing them and and certain band members are already no dude we're not the next poison uh, we're not the next Britney Fox I always love when I have bands on yes yeah, so we have a they, we, and they can play more than three chords uh, we got four chords. lovely world is in the house guys uh, I want you to introduce yourselves you know however you would like say what you do in the band and then we'll we'll get into it my name is Cameron Smith and I play the lead guitar. I'm Cade Rojas, and I play the drums. I'm Landon Rojas, and I also play guitar. Michael Gilbert, I play bass. And uh, to my right, I have the amazing Vicki Hamilton. No, you don't have to give the mic to her. Yeah, she she's incognito. She yeah, never mind. Stay out of this. And for those of you... Vicki, they oh, can't yeah, hear you. I sing. Uh... As you can see, this is going to be as wild as the puppet uh, podcast we did, which Vicky was responsible for as well. Uh, Vicky Hamilton, legend in the music business. She doesn't put her name behind anybody. Uh, if you've heard of a band called Guns N' Roses, she's the one that is responsible for their success initially in the mm -hmm. days when Adler was patrolling Santa Monica Boulevard doing all kinds of uh nefarious activities outside the troubadour uh, and uh, a little band called poison who, who uh september 5th will be in la motley crew def leopard and uh, how joe and jack got on that bill i'll never know but i guess they needed a chick uh it's, she's all they uh, probably would say i'm not playing with those guys but uh oh that's how much i get paid so lovely world is from south carolina you know the middle Yeehaw. nowhere and uh, Vicky has put there. I'm excited because it's next to North Carolina, which is uh, home of the Nature Boy Ric Flair. But uh, we won't. Are you guys wrestling fans? Um, that's well, a no. They're wrestlers. Yeah. They're wrestlers. State yeah, we, champ in the house. Yeah. Oh my God. He won high school state champ. Wrestled in high school. He still really? wears his state ring every day. That is, he that's not true at all. <laughs> well, uh, you know, this is a motley crew. I, I'm looking at you for. How did you guys? Uh, First of all, get together. Oh, well. We just know, grew up boys, together. Yeah. We've been boys forever. Uh, I think we played baseball together in Little League and uh, sports. Went to school together, you know? Yeah, Cameron only lives like two minutes down the road. Yeah. So we literally just grew up doing random shit together. Yeah, it's just yeah. like a working class like town. And literally the only... I guess nobody really played music around us. So, I mean, like it was just something new. Yeah. And like what were, uh, you know, like I'm obsessed with this boy band called the Click Five. Uh, you guys were probably born right when they were in their glory run. Yeah. Uh, but they were all in the Musicians Institute and, and grew up together. Like, was it a similar thing in terms of getting together as a band? Were you guys all liking the same band? No, we uh, we all sucked. Like we we didn't even like play guitar really when we got together. Music, yeah. We were just like trying to always get chicks. Yeah. So uh, we figured. It's like I, I easiest took, way to yeah, do it. I took guitar lessons when I was like nine years old, and so uh, later on in high school, Cade hit me up one day and was like, "My brother got a guitar, and I'm thinking about getting drums. Would you want to play with us or whatever?" And so I was like, "Yeah." And so I ended up playing bass for a little while, and uh, Landon was showing me how to play chords and stuff, like showing me the frets. And then, um, 
Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Yeah, it was like a know. very typical garage band yeah. setup. It was just Sorry. a joke at first. Like, I don't know. We were just fucking around. Yeah. And then people made fun of us. So we we're like, you know, we might need to get good or something or actually yeah. put some effort into this. That's not necessary. There's a lot of bands. Uh, I'm sure Vicky's <laughs> managed, uh, you know. You don't have to be good anymore. <laughs> you know, it's about anymore. to look. Yeah. Now it is. Yeah. But now I find it's more about the skill. Like back then uh, in the glory days of the 80s, it was. Can you look like a girl? And uh, yeah, weird. And it's weird yeah. as hell. And now, now, if you look good, like they crack on you. Yeah, like, dude, his teeth are straight. What a what a loser. Yeah, I know. So, like, when you took guitar lessons at nine, did you see like most guitar players will say they saw Eddie Van Halen? No, I honestly I did it because my dad was like, you should learn an instrument. It's a good good skill to have. And then I did it for a couple months, and I was like. I want to play in the NFL. So and my dad, my dad always supported me, like chasing my dreams. So he was like, "Well, if, you, if that's what you want to do, do it." So I quit playing uh, guitar. I was just like, "This ain't for me." And until he hit me up that day, and then after that, I just started watching YouTube videos. So I'm a, I'm a proud YouTube guitarist. Well, wait, when you say you want to play the NFL, I mean, what did you want to be a punter or like? <laughs> oh, no, no well, offense, but you're, you're no. Not, I thought I was going to be like a defensive lineman or something. But I realized I was 115 pounds in 11th grade, so I was like, yeah, I need to find something else to do. And then, like, was there, uh, what did you watch on YouTube? Like, did you, I don't know. Watch, uh, Guitar like, Jams 365, uh, Marty, Marty Schwartz. Marty Schwartz, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't know who Marty Schwartz is. I know who Marty Freeman is. No, but. no, no. I just would look up like tutorials for like Led Zeppelin covers and Black it's like Sabbath. It's like the guitar slash. for idiots type video where like they yeah, show you guitar where for fingers. dummies. Yeah, that's what it is. So you like a uh, Tony Iommi? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love Tony Iommi. Do you like Jimmy the, Page? The darkness of Tony Iommi, like uh, yeah, he's not exactly oh, a yeah. happy-go-lucky. Uh, and what about the drums? Who was uh, the influence on drums? John Bonham. Uh. Yeah, I mean, that guy's an incredible drummer, but, like, I really love, like, but. Dave Grohl. Well, I mean, dude, I love Dave Grohl and his, like, style. And just, like, just beats the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. what is his style? Like, just... Uh, dude, dude. I mean, it started out very punkish. Meathead. Like, yeah, I mean, beats he the just, fuck he out of the drums. Those drums so hard. He plays with his pecs. I bet he does. Uh, but he plays with other people's pecs, too, but that's another podcast. <laughs> that's another story. And then uh, bass, who influence on bass. Let's get the. I like this. You're the quiet guy. I don't have any influences. I love it. He is his influence. Right, you're your own influence. I'm sure I do. I just, I don't really idolize any bassists. Right, you just, did you, but how did you learn how to play? Uh, I went to music school, and I just grew up playing music. He's he's the only one that knows like the actual music. Yeah, we we're like, like notes and shit wise. Like none of us know that shit, but he knows yeah. that shit. And how this is your guys' first time in Los Angeles, right? Well, we recorded in L.A. Uh, a few months ago. But uh, first time playing. Like, oh yeah, yeah. 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 Harvard yeah. and Stone was our first show. And how did that go? It's fucking dope. It was yeah, fun. I think it was sick. It yeah, turned it out really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, what what kind of nerves were you experiencing? Because L.A. is uh, musically right now. It, it, it's kind of shitty to be honest with Dude, you. Dude, it it's I don't know, it's it's fun. Like it's everyone's really strange here. That's the it was kind of like a Which there's a it's a good thing cuz everyone's so weird that it's like you would think you're it'd be easily accepted to do something different. You right. you have to really stand out here. Like you have to Well, actually, be, I, don't, I feel like it's opposite. I feel like you don't really you just got to be yourself and then you stand out because yeah, you're so different so, than yeah. everyone else here. So it's yeah. It's pretty Everybody's cool. trying to be different, I guess. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, this is where, uh, and Vicky uh, might uh, correct me on this, but this is where you have to come to make it in the music. Uh, yeah, especially where we're from. There's nothing going on. So yeah, there's, there's not, not a th- single thing going we on. We finally so. see people that are like us, I guess. I don't know. There's we not love a si- music, and it's not like that. In yeah, in our hometown, there's not like a single venue, like a music venue. Like here, you got like, I don't know, 15 music venues or some shit like I mean, that. Every maybe street. more than, maybe Everybody 50. You 50. 15. Maybe, 15. Fu- okay, yeah, maybe 50, like, I don't know. She but said like, hundreds, but like. Hella, but. Both. In hometown, like we got none. So I mean, you, yeah, you got to go somewhere else. We have one restaurant that has a stage upstairs. Oh, uh, in South to. Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Spartanburg. From Spartanburg. Spartanburg. Yeah. Let me get the name of that so I can. Do they called- do a comedy night? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, maybe we should not. Never mind. No, don't. <laughs> oh yeah, we've had some incidents there. But well, just for the record, uh, there is a bottle of Jack uh, Daniels. Uh, <laughs> we got phones ringing. This, so like. How do you go about practicing in in South Carolina? Like, in, is it like the typical garage or like shitty rehearsal just uh, space? Crank the amps and just we got play as hard as we can. Uh, yeah. Their parents actually let us bum their basement, so yeah. all of our shits piled in their basement, and it's a big concrete room. Um, but yeah, we tear it up there. It'll be three in the morning, and they're trying to sleep, and they. They don't ever stop us from rocking out. That's one thing that's helped a lot is having a practice space. And that's one thing that I think like... That's kind a good of, thing about South Carolina. I think that's kind of like made our sound is like most bands today, they don't have a place to practice. So they're like practicing these acoustic, like really soft. They're scared to make noise because, you know, they have like a neighbor, like someone living across the wall or shit like that. We're yeah, since we're in like, you know, the middle of fucking nowhere, we can make loud noise and we can practice that way. And that's kind of like become our sound, you know, loud and like intense and shit like that. I think that's pretty cool. It's like kind of like where you practice kind of becomes like your sound. And who is like the main songwriter of the band? I write most of the he lyrics. The and lyrics shit. So. Yeah, melodies. And then how's like a song come together? Then do you show it to the rest of the band? It's, it's different every yeah, time. Either way, it's like sometimes there's like I have like a, I don't know, just like the all the melodies written out or sometimes it just starts from like a riff or some shit like that. And I think it's, like, it would be boring as fuck if it was like, you know, one certain formula for each like, song, you right. know, like Edge of Time was, uh, we literally were just like, uh, we were like, <laughs> yeah. we were just throwing out ideas, and uh, we were just like, well, let's let's just try to have something upbeat. So I was like, what about a riff like this? And then it just, I was like, oh shit, I got a melody, I got a melody, keep going. And then that that song just came together really fast. Sometimes it happens, and then sometimes we'll have an idea, and we'll we'll keep going at it, and then we'll just be like, this isn't going anywhere, whatever. Yeah, but usually it kind of like if if it doesn't feel good right away. Then we don't, we don't use we it because yeah. that's probably like you know a bad sign or some shit like that. And know. is it just the four of you making? I mean, now that Vicky's in the mix, like I'm assuming she has a, a input into, like, hey, this sounds good. Maybe you should do this. But like yeah. initially, was it just you four? Or was there like a not like a coach in South Carolina? But uh, oh well, oh, like uh, was, there was one guy, uh, Kenny, Kenny Hogan. Uh, yeah. he he played drums for Desiree's Hammer and Albert Hill, and they were big in the '90s. Uh, like around our area at least they were massive like kind of legends from our town but uh he's always helped us out and like helped point us in the right direction and he'll come over and like he would give us advice we'd show him some songs and he'd be like okay well he would help he was cage drum teacher actually so yeah like i ended up taking lessons from him after we got started for a little bit to just like get the technical stuff down and break like bad habits but uh yeah he was like in a rock band in the 90s and like that was like the last time spartanburg actually had a scene yeah, but, um, they they started a music scene in Spartanburg, but uh, they kind of just like 
it didn't work out in the nineties. I think he had a kid or something. Yeah, we would, we would still like make no, they were the big songs. As fuck. We'd yeah, no, they were big. Well, they were on the verge of being crazy. Yeah, but uh, we were um, we would still make the songs like ourselves, and then we'd kind of like present it to him and see what ideas that he had like on like where we could like mix a few yeah, things up. He was kind of like the guy that was looked at it and be like, no, that's shit. And then, he was honest. like he'd the honest, honest guy, you know. Good. Yeah, his mom would be like, "That sounds amazing," and then he'd be like, "Your mom liked that." <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, it's just like anything. Your parents are just going to love everything. Yeah, he so. would tell us straight up. And how did you guys uh, make the ballsy move to say it's time to come to LA? That's a big, big step. I think Vicky yeah, just huge stuff. Vicky, Vicky was like, "It's time for you to come out here." And having like you know, positive feedback in a way, like you. you well, no, we all wanted to do it. Like, we were going to do it regardless. But having people say, like, you know, you you got something here or something like, you know, something like that. It's kind of, like, reinforce, reinforces the idea. Like, oh, let's fucking do it. No I more. think it's kind of also just, like, a gut feeling. Like, we all get that gut feeling, like, this is what we need to be doing. So it's just kind of, like, encouraged the idea to just, and, like, let's, uh, let's just go for it. Yeah, and I couldn't imagine, you know, doing a 9 to 5 job. Yeah, for the school got really old. School. Yeah, I'm getting a vibe from you guys, even though I've only met you for about 15 minutes, that uh, you guys aren't 9 to 5ers. Hell no. No, no it's Hell no. That ain't me. <laughs> that ain't me. I'm yeah, we, guessing this would not go over well in a 9 to 5 cubicle. No, I, I not actually, at all. I worked a, I worked at a, pl- a concrete plant uh, in our hometown, and uh, I had to be there at 6. At, no, I had to be there at 5 a.m., and I don't think I got there once before like 6. But the reason I worked there is, uh, yeah, I was like, my girlfriend's mom worked there, so she got me the job. So like, they couldn't fire me because she was high up. And so I would just stroll in at like 6.20 and then uh, sat on the toilet for like three hours a day. Was, yeah, I can't wow. do nothing. What was fuck. your diet? Um, peanut butter and jellies, Tostinos. I don't know. Yeah, usual. that would put me on the toilet for three hours. <laughs> uh, what's the worst job you guys have ever had? I'll assume that's your job. Yeah. Uh, and then I almost started to get like trap muscles. I was like, this isn't good. I'm just like, I'm burning off my fat. What the hell? Yeah. You I don't know. know. Moving flooring sucked that. Cause like we did like a Zach. Well, I don't know if I can say names and shit. Yeah. You can say names. All right. Zaxby's. We're like doing like this flooring for Zaxby's and like, what's we, that? What is that? It's like you like oh, Zaxby's. There's no Zaxby's oh. over here. It's like a restaurant. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a fa- it's like a the classy fast food restaurant. I don't know if there is one. It's like a classy Waffle House type food. deal. Well, a little classier. It's well, like I don't chicken. Know what's it's classy like, about it. It's I don't know. It's, I guess it's more expensive. That's what makes it more classy. I don't know. But it's like, yeah, we were doing the flooring and shit, and we opened like you know put like a crowbar and you open the flooring. And this juice from like old She's chicken. She's working for a construction company. That was yeah, doing. and this juice from this old chicken hit me in the face, and I was like, <laughs> after that, this is, I'm fucking done with that. <laughs> uh, we have a question on Instagram Live. Uh, Earl, are these male prostitutes? Yes. Uh, <laughs> we do that to. F- yeah, we do that to fund our tour on the side. Yes. Um, no, they're not. They're like a hot new band. So get it together and uh, listen to the right. You know, just because that's the line of questionings we're getting. We're going to cut the Instagram live feed right now. Uh, no. But if you want to see these guys uh, tomorrow night at the Viper Room, that's January 7th, uh, it's going to be a great show. I'm introducing the band. Humbled and honored to do that. Yeah. Uh, so please, t- it's a free show. Am I correct in that? Yeah. It's free a free show. show. Absolutely. There's- All are welcome. And they'll just let you in if you say you're ready to see. 
So if you're uh, in the going to the comedy store tomorrow night, it doesn't get going till about ten or eleven anyway. So go to the Viper Room. Say you're there to see Lovely World. You get in right away. Uh, these guys are, you know, going to be the next big thing. I can feel the energy uh, from them. Smell it. I think that's just the smell. Yeah, we don't shower. That's well, Guns N' Roses didn't shower, and uh, now they can buy all the that's, fucking soap I think in the that's world. The key. That's the key to success. Yeah, showers I mean, limit success. All right, so Instagrammers, uh, tomorrow night, Viper Room, Lovely World. Listen to the rest on Apple Podcasts and leave a goddamn review, you lazy bastards. Uh, we need it, damn it. Well, I need it. You don't need it. I'm talking about leave a review for me. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm 51, man. I'm older than all four of you combined. Uh, the uh, clock is ticking. Uh, now, time's up. You guys, uh, your look. How would you describe your look? We'll get into the music in a minute, but. Uh, mm. Uh, faded glory, <laughs> Walmart brand, JC Penney's. That's my look. Uh, <laughs> faded glory. Uh, uh, I actually, most of my outfits, I got this shirt, uh, Howie Huberman, um, pulled it out of storage. Uh, he has a bunch of stuff that he just gave us some free shirts, looked out for us. Um, Goodwill, honestly, yeah, we Dude, try to bargain shop always. Goodwill actually has like really nice stuff, flashy stuff. Yeah, but. yeah, I like Hanes and Fruity the Loom, uh, wife beaters. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, hey, good luck with that look. Uh, <laughs> but that's the look now. Uh, like, do you guys like wear the leathers yeah. at all? Oh yeah, I got my leather jacket somewhere. I got that for fifty bucks in New York at a um, basically a Goodwill in New York. Talking about the look I, on stage, I guess. It's like off-brand Led Zeppelin. Maybe yeah. Uh, right. Do you like look at? Uh, I have some bell bottoms. I bet you do. Uh, do you like look at pictures of Led Zeppelin and go, we would like to look like that as a band or like no. Black Sabbath? No. I mean, you don't want to copy them, but like yeah. any. Not really. I mean, just whatever feels natural, I guess. Yeah. I definitely have a taste that's different than everybody else, but. Cade will wear like a, he'll wear <laughs> a Walmart shirt and just say that's fashion. Like, Dude, but it's glossy. I just want to be comfortable, man. Yeah. He, he'll wear like Roush's, like some Nikes, play the drums, and then we all got like. Chelsea boots on. I don't get it. Frouches. I don't know if he can afford that. Uh, well, I, that's a good look. Uh, and um, like, are you excited about the Viper Room tomorrow? I mean, that's a legendary. Uh, yeah, Harvard yeah. Stone was awesome, and we we worked hard. And now, like, we always try to take it up a notch every show. So I think Viper Room is going to be twice as fun. Twice yeah. As Once we had Viper Room on our like schedule, people were like, "Oh shit!" Like. That, that place is nice. <laughs> I know. I know. We're pumped. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And how many songs uh, are you guys playing tomorrow? We're going to play the same song over and over again. Yeah. So it's just we're careless. Probably, probably cover for 30 minutes straight. Careless whispers for half Yeah. Well, I love it. That kind of sounds like what the band Europe did. You know, they had that song, <laughs> Final Countdown. They just played for 30 <laughs> minutes straight. <laughs> they started with it. And then they ended with it. I thought that was kind of a baller move. That's weird. That's so. That's weird as hell. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we really do have five songs, though. So it's 30 minutes and... Five and a half, I guess. Five and a half. Oh, yeah, five and a half. Basically. And how do you map out... Because uh, I think fans are curious how you guys map out something like that. Do you guys... Improv. We don't plan any oh, of it. I love it. It's completely improv. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, does Vicky say, hey, these are the five you should play in this order? Or do you guys say, well, we want to Usually do the bartender... They just like, they just give us songs to play, and we're just like, all right, screw it, we'll do that. Well, I like we you do guys. Get some crazy requests. People will be like, play Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Can you guys <laughs> play Limp Biscuit? Hell no. Hell no. Oh, really? Hell no. But if I said, if I said to Vicky, I'll give you guys five hundred bucks. Oh, I'll do 
anything for 500 bucks. <laughs> if anytime someone says they'll give you 500 bucks, you say yes. Well, don't say that in West Hollywood. You won't make it to anything. the show. Are we in West Hollywood? Anything. You are not only in West Hollywood. You are in the meat. Uh, you, meat. Are, you are in <laughs> the uh, the booty hole of the city. The booty um, hole. The rectum of Hollywood. Uh, well, that's about describes it. Don't now, jump in the pool part of the city. Well, I mean, I... I I'm the only straight guy in the building. Uh, <laughs> the pool is uh, something I've lived here 20 years. I've been in it once because it was real hot. And I'm like, I'll risk disease because I need you. to cool off. Um, yeah, I have an open wound right now. I don't know. Well, yeah. um, and every sign here says got syphilis, so it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> that's a deterrent. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's either the got syphilis billboards or parking in rear, which you know is completely crazy. Yeah, we got got milk billboards, y'all got got syphilis. <laughs> yeah, Vicky told us to double bag it. <laughs> oh, if you uh, well, you guys are all good looking dudes, obviously, the fans think so. I think you guys could have gotten an offer from uh. Uh, J-Man on Instagram. I don't know. If which, Appreciate it, J-Man. Which way you guys fly, but... Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll be getting rid of that, Mike, as soon as we're done here. We'll edit that out in just a minute. Um, and then, so let's get into the recording process, because uh, how can people get the album? Is it out yet? No, we have our first, I guess, single coming out February 14th. And how to... I'm curious, because, you know... Uh, I'm an old dude, so when a band had a single out, you'd go to Tower Records or, you know, Sam Goody and um, buy it. Like, how do uh, bands release new music now? Is it all iTunes? Uh, Craigslist. Nobody or buys eBay. music anymore. Yeah. Like, so, we just said two different things, but. <laughs> well, no. So Spotify. it's all streams. Spotify. Like, do you yeah. guys. Yeah, no one, like, you can't, no one's going to buy a song anymore. It's all streaming. So. Yeah, I've never paid for one song on my phone. Yeah. And I hate to say that as a musician, but it's just true. Most artists make money from like touring and merchandise. Merchandise, yeah. yeah. Yes. yes. Well, I mean, we would uh, definitely appreciate it if you want to support us. If you like, want to buy our song, go ahead, but it's probably pointless, you know. Uh, Vicky's having a heart attack right now at that sales pitch. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so February 14th, Fired. people can go on iTunes, Spotify, uh, what, what, uh, what else is there? Coming out, Coming out here, Vicky, sit here just in case you, uh, and, uh, what? Spark Records. So on, uh, Spark Music through the Orchard, which is actually Sony Records, but. Yeah, it's Sony Records. It's a big deal. Like, uh. And uh, she also has Damien Sage uh, on the roster as well, whose album is streaming up the charts on Spotify. 30K plus. Uh, 30,000 streams, which is a lot uh, in the modern world of music. Yeah. Um, I mean, do bands... Uh, here, come here, Vicky, just in case. Do bands... This is the brains behind the band. Uh, do you even have, like, hard copy CDs or uh, vinyl? Not yet, but we probably will. Ultimately, yeah. Uh, but would you say 90% of all uh, music releases now streams? I would say that, yes. Does that make you sad knowing what, what your lineage came from of like CDs and tapes? Yeah, I like to look at liner notes and pictures and things. It makes me sad that that's no longer available. Uh, now, what got you into liking... The, I know you don't want to be uh, on, uh, on pods muscles. very much, but... You obviously uh, saw something in these guys. Uh, was it just uh, an instant, these guys have it? And if you could tell me what it is. 
Okay, well, I'm going to tell you my lovely world story. I'll Please do. Don't God. don't skip it. It'll give the, these guys oh, have been be nice enough to come down here, uh, but I'll give their vocal cords a little bit of a break because they got a big show tomorrow night at the Viper Room. And uh, Harvell's the 14th, am I yeah. correct? Uh, January 14th. Some of my favorite. Too. Uh, where's the gig in San Diego? They're playing with Damien Sage at the 710 Club on the 7th and no, the 9th. The 9th. That's this Thursday. The 7th is tomorrow at the Viper Room. And then the 9th at 710. And then, um, what is it? The it's 12th? the 11th. The 11th. The 11th is um, Winston's. At, uh, Winston's, yeah. yeah. And they're also playing with the Frets at the Winston's, Frets. which is a big band in San Diego. So tell me uh, your lovely world. Okay, uh, lovely hold on. Uh, g give it to us. It. You guys know Vicky. The last time she was here, she uh, plugged her amazing book, Appetite for Dysfunction. It, it's still available. Vicky will tell you how to get it. It details the glory days of the, the strip and, uh, you know, when the Viper Room and the Whiskey and the Roxy or just craziness. Now it's uh, few and far between the good bands that are on the strip, but this band will be on the strip tomorrow night. Vicky, take it away. So Lovely World played the Springboard Convention in Memphis is where I found them. <laughs> but before I went, I went through the website and I looked at all the bands that were playing Springboard. And in my mind, I had already decided that they were the ones. And apparently they had decided that I was like their industry human, but I saw them skateboarding in an alley and I like cornered them in the alley and we had this very awkward conversation and they all were standing there with their arms crossed talking to me. I was like, oh, wow, that went over like, you know, bricks. But um, yeah, it worked out. <laughs> well there you go uh, they met in an alley uh skateboarding uh no but we did we did look her up and we were like okay well this lady um blew up guns and roses and stuff so we were already super interested in her that was like we were like we really have to impress this lady so it was like we knew ahead of time and i guess she knew ahead of time it was awesome well because that was uh the amazing thing about vicky was back then you know to blow up a band there was no social media you know you couldn't you know, like tomorrow night, you guys will Instagram and 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 tweet, "Hey, we're here." Yeah. Facebook or whatever. Uh, back then, you had to like hit the pavement, and, and flyers have, and shit. And yeah, have the actual band do the work and put the flyers out. And I guess it's like a pros and cons. Like you know, back in the day, like you still had like a with CDs and vinyls. Yeah, there's the cool pictures and all that shit. But nowadays, it's like bands can reach people so much more easier. So I guess that's I guess that's a good thing. Do you guys, are you guys active on social media? Where can people find you on social media? Lovely World Music. Lovely World Instagram. Music. And I don't even, I don't even keep up with Facebook and stuff, but I know the Instagram. It's the same on Facebook. Yeah, yeah Lovely Lovely World Music on Facebook and Instagram. And Twitter, which we barely use, is Lovely World Band. But Or you can just look up on YouTube, Lovely World Music, band, I guess. Or Lovely World Music. Yeah. So you guys don't seem like you're... Uh, overly enthusiastic about social media uh, social media sucks yeah, but honestly but it's we, the worst it's like but you have, you have to, to do it that, you that's have mandatory to do it. yeah, yeah. It's so, so i mean we try to we try to keep people engaged and post on our story and stuff but it's it's hard like when you're 
in LA and you're playing shows, it's so fun. You just want to live in the moment. You don't really want to have to think about that. That's why hopefully we can get somebody to, we can pay somebody to do that for us in the future. But right now it's something we're trying to handle. It's difficult. Well, it's just so, uh, I don't know, like Paul Rudd, the actor, he's a huge actor. He doesn't even have social media. He, he just I, well doesn't. Didn't how he, does he sustain? Like, is he was he big before social media? I mean, he's been a pretty yeah. uh, long time successful actor. Uh, you know, I mean, I know if I didn't have this podcast, I wouldn't have any social media. But you, I hate. Hey, please listen. Yeah. Hey, yeah. please like this picture. Yeah, I feel hey. like a. Yeah, I feel important. like a beggar sometimes with all that shit. But, but that, that's that's the future. Yeah, honestly, you have to do it's it. It's the present. I it's mean, the, it's, it's like... The, oh, yeah. shit, yeah. No I mean, in the future, who knows? I feel like so. I was supposed to be born like 30, 40 years ago. <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh, that's such a good It just seems era. so much easier, but... You'd have to wear a lip liner and uh, die. I do that though. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> get a pink flying V and just. Uh, I don't you know. know. We're we're more focused on like the live show, like being in the moment. Like when when a, when somebody comes to see us, they're gonna be mind fucked. They're gonna be blown away. But it's like so we don't really we forget about the social media side. It's like oh wait, we gotta uh, take a picture real quick. Everybody freeze what you're doing. It's kind of annoying. But yeah, it gets on. It's, you it's gotta really prove annoying. to people that you're doing stuff because if you don't do social media, then everybody thinks you're not doing anything. But I think that's what's true. different ab- about us and other bands is because like most other bands are more focused on like social media and the image and the look and shit. We're more focused on the music. It's like yeah. the music is like, uh, we worked opposite, you know, like backwards. Like most LA bands, it became the show and the image first and then the music. Yeah, but but when it, when that happens, they usually never reach the music. But with us, it, I think it's become the music first, and everything else came second. And right. I feel like that's, that's because of Vicky. Vicky told us we look like little kids. But yeah, if we if Vicky never if she said you look like punks, yeah, well, that could be uh, you know if you're planning on playing uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, island, <laughs> uh, hell, might be a good gig. The, the He's got the money. Thing, the first thing what Vicky up, said Denny's? to me, the first thing Vicky said to me was like, "You look like a 13 year old boy," and I was like, yeah. "Oh shit, okay." Yeah, she, she told me I look like an alcoholic. So, <laughs> well, I, I mean, like half that alcoholic. bottle's been drunk already, so oh, uh, I, she I might be onto something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not. I mean, it's all good. It's. Uh, you know, it's you guys are sick by the end. <laughs> yeah, anyway, well, uh, Vicky's like, no, Time's it's not. Up. Uh, I mean, how old are you guys, if we can, uh, if you don't mind saying? 13. 13. I'm, 20, I'm 22. 22. He's tw- baby. 21. 22. I'm 23. Wow. Great so that's, uh, you guys are young. Uh, stay away from the Neverland Ranch. And uh, <laughs> um, so you, what's the plan uh, now? You guys uh, complete the West Coast tour and then go back to South Carolina? Yeah. And that, But what do you do like when you get back there? Just work. Yeah, well, no. We, I mean, we still we're. That's like a good opportunity because we all just dropped out of college. So yeah. we're all like 100% into the music now. So when, once we get back home, that's a good opportunity for us to like work out some new songs and Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we have so much free time. Like, we're going to be working also, but mainly just practicing, rehearsing, making the show better, and booking a bunch of frat gigs and shit, getting paid. <laughs> that's what we use for, like, money and income is, like, yeah, frat shows and stuff. That's where the income is. Yeah, they pay a lot. They yeah. do love us. They do love us, though, in Clemson, which is really yeah, cool. They're very supportive. It's a and weird USC, crowd because it's, like, you know, it's, like, fraternity kids, but, I mean. Go Tigers. But the chicks well. are there, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There's just one or two ladies out there not going to That's all I met. Come on, dude. <laughs> Uh, I mean, what, uh, how would you describe your fan base? You know, like a little college bit of everything. Kids, college kids. It's weird. It is literally everything. It's everything. I don't know. We yeah. appeal to so many different groups of people and you have, yeah, I'd say it's maybe 18 to like 88. 
Yeah. <laughs> we played. We've 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 got we eighty-eight year olds going to the show. We have had that. We've played at so many different types. Like one, like we played at a house show that was just a bunch of very country people who like really loved the hard rock, and then we played at frat shows that are very like preppy, I guess, like northern like, kids. Yeah. yeah, or like the ones, and then we've also played for like just a bunch of old people eating hamburgers. That like, where was that? Well, that was a fuck. That was a restaurant, dude. That <laughs> but was, I mean, that was in the early it. days. I, mean, that, I guess that fits the. I remember, I remember we played a, a St. Patrick's Day festival in our hometown, and we did a Led Zeppelin cover, and uh, there was these like I don't even know. They might have been crackheads. I don't know. Some old people, they and they were literally crackheads. just like feeling it. Like it was insane. <laughs> like they were like touching themselves and stuff and dancing in the rain. It was like the coolest moment though, but there was like five or six people that were at least in their seventies just getting down. I was like, okay, this is pretty sick. But we were playing a song from the seventies, but maybe that's why they related to us. Yeah, I guess they yeah. felt like it was a flashback. Now, how many songs are going to be on the uh, debut album? It's not an album. I feel like today, like no one. I think albums and shit don't do anything. It's all about singles. You know what I mean, it's like every maybe or just the attention span has gone yeah, way down. People are like they don't. They don't buy into albums anymore. So I feel like releasing... We recorded four songs in LA, but I feel like we're going to release them all as singles. And I right. feel like that'll do... It'll reach more people because everyone's attention spans, you know, just so small now. And what, what's... Uh, are there music videos in the uh, future? Yeah. Yeah, always. We're going to release a video for every song. We have Definitely. a guy back home. Yeah, we have all, awesome videos out now. You and you go on YouTube and... Uh, Lovely World. Give us a follow. It, it's either going to come up us or it's going to come up Minecraft. I don't know. There's a lot of Minecraft videos. It for doesn't lovely. make sense. But so it'd be better if they put Lovely World Band or Lovely, lovely World, World Band. Music. Yeah. Music. Music. That'll make a show up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we got some cool videos out. We got a guy back home who is insane. He's a one-man crew. Shout out to Ridge Beck. Yeah, shout out Ridge. Who's Terrence, that? Terrence N. Yeah, Terrence Envision. He, uh, they both shoot videos for us uh, back home, but they're incredible. Honestly, like you can't. You would think it's like a thirty thousand dollar production, but it's just guys that we graduated high school with. Who yeah. they uh Ridge, he went to school for it uh, in Colorado and mastered his craft. He's got it down, and Terrence, he just figured that shit out on his own. But he's got yeah. it. They're they're pretty dope. So it's a real. It seems like it's a real family operation. That's how it is. It's like when yeah. we get together, we'll spend like we'll we'll start shooting a video at like lunchtime and then we'll go till like four o'clock in the morning and we'll just be having fun we'll get a case of beer and just take it slow and have a good time it's yeah it's super like, laid back i don't yeah. know but in a way music videos are more stressful than like shows that's because we always do it when it's like 20 degrees yeah, outside it's cold as hell or it just takes <laughs> we'll super be in long. like the middle of like a dumpster or yeah. something well, I'd watch that video. Uh, <laughs> sell it. Oh, sell it. A, we do our have next, one. In, our next song looks like we're in the middle of a dumpster. The music video. So but you have to because there's like MTV doesn't play uh, music or uh, music videos anymore. It's all. Uh, no, I wish they would bring that back. What's that? What's that? The uh, Headbangers Ball. Headbangers Ball. I wish they would bring that oh, back. Oh, yeah. God, that'd be so now sick. Now we're talking. Uh, that'd be so sick. But that was like. Uh, I would watch that. The way. Most bands made it was to get your video on MTV. Yeah, it's how Guns N' Roses broke. I heard about Cinderella and Rat. Like they were doing like reruns and shit. But I heard about them from watching that like probably two or three years ago. And I was like, I love these bands. So I mean, if they did that with modern bands, I think it'd blow up. Yeah. I mean, they just you know I would say it's partly luck with some of those bands. Like you know uh, when Rat first started, MTV first started, so they were just incredibly lucky to, and they put Milton Berle in their videos, which you know now it just seems so corny. Well, it's just uh, dude, the Jersey Shore. And I don't those. know. 80s music was corny, dude. 
in a way. Oh, I don't know about that. That was just pop. Uh, it was <laughs> everything that was, was pop corny as hell. Corny. It was all corny. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's just pop it's music. always been corny. I mean, I think in the eighties it was more uh, a visual medium. Like, yeah, uh, I'm sure they, you know, probably a lot of my favorite bands. Skid Row. Yes, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they would hire just someone like the guy from Toto, Steve Lukather, to you know record the album and then slap like a good looking dude's face yeah. on the album cover. Uh, you know, I don't know what it's like now. I mean, I think you have to play on your albums now, which yeah. is yeah. weird. You got to be good as shit. Yeah, you uh, can't look like a supermodel now. Yeah, yeah I mean, because there's it. no visual medium anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess YouTube, but uh, there's so much. People have to uh, be a little proactive, I think, and, and look your band's name up on YouTube and, uh, you know, or, or find you. I think the fans have to work a little harder now, yeah. to, uh, which kind of sucks for the artist, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's like, but how, it how do you find out about all these bands nowadays? Festivals. Festivals. Yeah. That's where people find That's where bands. We, need, we need to get, we need yeah. to get some festivals. It's when bands find built. festivals, because that's where all the young people go now. This is all music festivals. You have to appeal to the youth. Yeah, you know, like if you uh, don't appeal to the youth, then you're not going to do shit. Like yeah. iHeart, uh, you know, I've seen some cool uh, Coachella, Lollapalooza, yeah, Bonnaroo, all of them. Ratings and lead, Glastonbury. Naming all the festivals. Pornhub. <laughs> Pornhub is a festival. I, I think they that. do have a festival now. <laughs> yeah, but is there any music being played there? Like probably in the background somewhere. Um, some well, yeah. Latino, some Latino <laughs> music, Santana. Like, is that the goal for, say, the summer? And I, I don't want to get too far ahead, uh, but, uh, like, just to get on one of those festivals. And, yeah, we're and, definitely trying to get yeah. that lined up. In the future. Probably in the summer. That's what I'm thinking. That would be amazing. Yeah. Would you guys... London. In What's spring, in yeah. London, uh, Vicky? Hold on. Don't answer that question until you're near me. Uh, what's uh, What's in London? Festivals. Why well, no, but what <laughs> festival? There's a I'm, lot of festivals, but um, I'm trying to get some promoters to look at them seriously in the UK. So, so uh, now would Ozfest not be the right? Uh, is that uh, could that be a potential down the road? Sure. Is Ozfest still happening? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. Uh, it's I mean, Ozzy's supposededly on his deathbed, so they better hurry. Uh, yeah, well, he's. I, I don't think he's doing too well. He has his own festival, though, Ozfest. Did you Did you not know that? Is that how young you are? You didn't yeah, know? Really yeah. That's crazy. Really? And I call myself an Ozzy Osbourne fan. <laughs> I feel like a pedophile right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, you've never heard of Ozfest? I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know it was named after Ozzy. I've heard of it. I didn't know it was named after Ozzy Osbourne. Though. I mean, they have bands uh, like I was at the one where Marilyn Manson was uh, yeah. at, and uh, they've had, uh, I think, Iron Maiden was there one year. And uh, so it's, uh, I guess, more hard rock bands. Uh, which, what category would you say you guys are in? No, nah, just rock and roll. All of it. <laughs> nah, just rock. I don't right. know. Well, well I mean, it's not hard we, rock because you'll have like a. I guess it's a little bit of everything, you know? Just just rock and roll. We have beautiful songs, and we have very angry songs. I mean, sometimes like, yeah. we're happy, sometimes we're sad, sometimes we're pissed yeah. off. I don't know. It's whatever It's literally with is. the mood we're in when we're at rehearsal. That's the kind yeah. of song we end up making. Like, these two brothers, they'll be fucking yelling at each other. Yeah. And then, well, Cade will be, like, over-exaggerating his angry drum beat, and then we'll end up being like, well, this song sounds kind of mad. <laughs> All right. You guys are too young to be angry, but uh, no, that's, no, we're the that's, perfect age. Yeah, to that's be a angry. perfect age to be angry. Just when you're young. But like, what are you guys angry about? You're all four good-looking dudes. You got the best manager in the business. You're gonna be in a big band. Well, so, I mean, well now, chicks. Just, so Landon will piss me off or something, and we'll just <laughs> make a song about it. 
<laughs> is it hard to be in a band with your brother? Like, oh hell yes, <laughs> god dang yeah. But like, what's like? But I would imagine in some ways it's also makes it not easier, but it makes uh, it. It's like because we understand we under yeah. It's easier to call them out, and it's easier yeah, for us to understand like where we're trying to go with something. The else. thing about being a brother, like having your brother in a band, it's always brutal honesty. So it's like yeah. it's like that's how we get through rehearsals and songs and make songs and shit. It's all brutal honesty. Yeah. And sometimes to the point where like you'll end up getting in a fight or some shit like that. But yeah, sometimes the practice will be over, or but sometimes like, <laughs> he'll punch, or sometimes he'll punch you in a parking garage or something like that. No, that. <laughs> That was a, okay. <laughs> like what's uh, <laughs> yeah? Sometimes I guess. Like how's it work when uh, like there's a disagreement on uh, an idea? Like is it like a we, vote? We like, usually make a compromise and we'll be like, all right, well, how about in the first verse you do that, and then in the second verse, then we'll add in my idea. That's, and we yeah, do that a lot. That happens a yeah, lot. Yeah. Now, like we've come to the point where it's like, all right, let's try them both and let's see what sounds better. Like. That's how it is now. It used to be like, I guess we'd just like... Yeah, it used to be hell no. Yeah, somebody would just not want to do it. But I mean, we've gotten very... At this point, we work well together. So it's like, it's a good chemistry in there. But so. yeah, we've only ever been together. Like, we've never been in another band. Dude, I'll say having yeah. Michael too, uh, our it's new helped. bass player. He's like musically like very intelligent. So his, his input helps a lot too because he's like... Well, you physically can't do that chord because it's just not proper. And it's we'll not be like, in the well, scale. shit, we didn't know that. Yeah. And so he, yeah, he just gives us the facts and he knows what sounds. He's kind of like the tiebreaker, you know. It's like yeah. when like you don't really know like what's what, and he'll be like, you know what, like Michael, what do you think? And then he'll yeah. tell you. And then you're, and then you know you're you're going in the right direction yeah. because he knows what's right and wrong. So would you say Michael's the musical leader? Like, uh, and I don't mean that in like an authoritarian way, but like, you know, usually in a band, there's one who's the most sophisticated. For I think sure. he knows the most about music, like theory, I think right. in a way. But I don't, I don't think we're really, we don't really write a music based off music theory. Because yeah, it's, we don't follow a law. Yeah, it's not really, it's not really our sound. Yeah, when you guys write the songs, like the four singles you will release, uh, first one on February 14th, uh, do you guys sit in a room and just, Throw out ideas, like, hey, let's... Whatever feels right. Yeah, we just kind of jam, yeah. I guess. Or, like, or Landon will write a riff or something, and we'll just, like, put it all together right there. But it's, like it's, definitely, it's definitely, like, what comes together the easiest is what we, like, end up, like, falling in love with and, like, putting together and, like, putting the most time into. Yeah, because whatever's easiest is usually most natural, and whatever's most natural sounds best. Yeah. I don't ever try to force a certain genre. Like oh, no. we want to be a hardcore rock band. Let's uh. Then you'd get like '80s music. Yeah, What's wrong really with that, that, man? <laughs> I just uh. You've obviously not listened to any episodes of this podcast. <laughs> Lay me down. Drop D tuning, pretty good guitar work. Uh, even that guy's D. not in the band anymore. Uh, uh, real fast, what did you think of Rad? Don't hold back. I'm, yeah. well, I'm a fan of 80s music. Landon hates it. I like 80s, right? Oh no, I like I like certain 80s bands. I don't like, like what 80s bands do you like? <laughs> he can't like even name one. No, the no like the, listen, there are I no like, wrong answers. No, yeah, there aren't. It's subjective. I like the Pixies. I mean, they're good ass. Oh, you're gonna have to get out of the house. Uh, you don't like <laughs> No, I saw the uh, Pixies. I mean, that, that's well, yeah, in a way. So you guys like more of uh, the alternative? Uh... No, it's not a matter of like liking alternative. I just, I just that glam rock just I pissed like, me off. I like your me personally. Jam. Me it's not my jam, yeah. I, like I, I saw the Pixies open up yeah. uh, for Weezer, so oh, yeah. uh, you know. yeah, I actually like the I like Weezer. Like, well, I, mean, I like their cool. style and how they're like. I just like them a lot. <laughs> I like them because they seem to uh, 
not have care. a sense of humor about yeah. it. Like, you know, they'll do a covers album with like songs that they actually they liked. Yeah, so it's, it's like, like they're funny with it. Like yeah. I like their like personality with the yeah, songs. It's all a joke. Yeah, I like bands who uh, are in on the joke. Like, there's a band uh, out of Austin, Texas called Bowling for Soup. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they, they're they basically a uh, a parody band. I, I mean, I love them, uh, but yeah. they just do songs that they want to do. Like, they're fans of the 80s, so they do these videos that are mocking the 80s, and it's they're like cheap trick. Because like, it's, it's attractive when someone doesn't take it seriously, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get these bands now. You know, some of the, like Limp Biscuit when they first started was like, you know, and I actually like Limp Biscuit. It's crazy as that sounds. Okay, yeah. I mean, I've never listened to them. But they got in on the joke later. Like, they, I think, when I they, think they became the joke. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Well, after Woodstock, it was like, this is craziness. But uh, a truth be told, I'm a fan of any band that makes it. I yeah, realize. I just love music. How hard it is to make it in, in your business or my business. Like, in my world, Carrot Top is often shit on for the props and the way he looks because he, like he's might have done some uh like you know, steroids or something steroids like and uh, other but like he gets it he's like i'm yeah. making billions i'm gonna do my kind of humor do whatever uh, you want at that point yeah no when you got that money who gives a shit yeah like guns and roses can show up two hours late and you know hey if you don't like it don't buy gonna, the fucking what are you gonna ticket. do about it yeah yeah you're still gonna watch them <laughs> oh i saw him at the forum it was a four hour i had to leave i got so tired i mean they really uh drag it out these days but uh yeah it's kind also of a, old as hell too well, well, Axel looks uh, like Greg Allman right now, so I don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on there. But uh, I mean, when Slash is the most physically appealing guy in the yeah. band now, Dude, like, he's still kicking ass. Yeah, he's oh, still he, yeah. together. Well, he's worked so hard; he goes from Guns N' Roses to his own band, and he doesn't stop. Yeah. So he's, he's OG. He's figured well, it out. Well, I think he's starting to figure out what may not have been the best idea to uh, marry a, a stripper with no prenup, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He, uh, you know he's got to work a little harder <laughs> maybe than he wants but uh he looks great duff is like into yoga and you he know yeah oh duff, oh duff yeah slash du slash approves of our tracks I yeah think so. so how does that feel to get someone who's as Dude, iconic I, I used to play reassuring. with his character on guitar hero so that's like fucking insane yeah like i used to like i, I worked for days to unlock his character and now that i got it and now that he approves our music i'm just like well that's all i needed <laughs> I got what I came for. At 22, it's over, man. <laughs> that's got, it. That's it. Nine the, to five, Jeff. Let's just quit while we're ahead. <laughs> quit yeah. while you're ahead. Got the approval of Saul Hudson, man. I mean, a fellow Jew. I did my high school. Uh, I did my uh, senior project on him. So what? What was it? Literally just talking about his life and stuff. And how did you know? Like you're so young, and like you know, how did you Wikipedia. know about his life? Oh, you just, yeah, just did his Wikipedia. I googled it, but yeah. what made you a fan of his? Uh, just his overall personality or playing or uh the hat <laughs> yeah his top hat's sick nah nah but really just like the way he i guess the way he plays guitar i get kind of it's inspirational i don't know he's like i guess he's like me he's super he seems super laid back i've never met the dude but he seems super laid back so i met him once he gave me a fist bump and uh that was about it i don't think he said a word to me that's all you need gotta suck to be slash on halloween i mean what could you go like literally <laughs> he can't go so you can't dress him up in a nun's outfit and go, oh, it's a nun uh who anyone else uh tickle your fancy among so you like the chili peppers uh we all listen to something different i listen to like we always i listen to beatles and shit like that we literally all listen to a different era of rock yeah I feel like not a different era 
It's just different, different genres. Different genres, different everything. We all listen to everything. I man. don't know. I like the 90s to modern. Lannon's listened to all the like... Everything, what, dude. Not country music, though. No, okay. Well, oh, hell no. Right. There's some good country music. Like when oh, you like, say the 90s, maybe. do you mean like the Killers or like... Well, I mean the Killers, they write some good songs too, but uh, like I like his lyrics, I guess, sometimes, but um, like Foo Fighters, Nirvana, yeah, and like... Yeah, big ass Foo Fighters fan. Lannon's gotten me into some smashing pump pumpkins but uh but yeah i love the food fighters and then like modern bands like like uh royal blood and arctic monkeys all them like i don't know that's kind of what i got got into i like the stuff that kind of punches like you feel it like the bass yeah when you feel it in your chest that's usually the best music <laughs> yeah <laughs> do you like try not to let like can you be a fan of a band and not let it influence your playing too much or do you like yeah. For me, yes. Lannon will turn off any song that he says, like, oh, shit, that's shitty music. Like, can't listen yeah. to that. He, he, like, has a, a cancer or something. I don't know. Yeah, in a way, I feel like, you know, like you are what you eat. So, like, if you listen to something shitty, then then you're going to start writing music like that. But for me, I like... Probably a little I'm in big trouble, man. <laughs> it's probably a little extreme, but I don't know. Yeah. Everyone but has I, their own process. I don't know. For me, I'm more laid back with it. I'm like, I'm like some people just... Like you, the way a song sounds. <laughs> play the drum sets was different. Yeah, I'll listen to a drum beat more, but like. Have you ever seen a Def Leppard show and really go, God, that guy's pretty good for one arm? Cameron has. Yeah, Cameron, he was into Def Leppard, but yeah, I never really listened to them. What about like bands like Journey and like classic rock? You guys. Yeah, pretty good. I like them. So what's, uh, what's it, what are the goals for 2020, guys? Who make this our year? Yeah. Ready to like. To get to uh, reach as many people as we can. Start it off strong, get these songs out there, and uh, I don't know, get on tour. Yeah. Just make right. this a living. W- would you... Uh, we both just dropped out of college. Yeah. We both just dropped out of Clemson. This is so. a full-time thing. Oh, now. really? Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, I mean, I think in the music business, as in comedy, you either have to do it all in or don't do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was thinking, 100%. Too. I was like, I mean, do I really want to... Do this engineering like that would be boring as fuck, dude. <laughs> definitely not as many girls. You guys definitely no, made dude, the yeah. uh, mechanical engineering has all guys. There was only like well, you know whatever two girls that were like. Uh, I mean, they're really really cool. Dude, computer them, engineering like, was way worse. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I mean, there was no one there. I mean, so like I was playing a guitar seemed way more pleasing. And what about bass? Uh, did you drop out of? Uh, no, I I graduated from a music school in South Carolina. See, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm older though. I guess I had more time. Yeah, you're real. Uh, uh, you are the uh, elder uh, of the band. <laughs> yeah, he's a, he's our landlord. So, um, would you guys prefer to open for like a big band or headline a smaller tour on your own? Um, at I this think the point, smartest thing. Well, I don't know what he's about to say, but I think the smartest thing would be opening up for. a Big band. But like who would be your dream band? They call Vicky up. Like the dream gig. The dream gig. Chili Peppers call you. No, up. That'd me, be sick I would as be hell. Food Fighters. For yeah. me, it would be Food Fighters. But I mean, I the like the. Fighters. I like the. There's a lot of bands I like right now. Arctic Monkeys opening for them would be pretty sick. Yeah, they're badass too. Yeah, I could do that. Arctic Monkeys. That'd be pretty sick. Um, <laughs> who else? There's a lot of. Any Royal festival? Like, is there like a dream? Like uh, Glastonbury. I would love to play Glastonbury. Lollapalooza. Yeah, Glastonbury's a big one. Yeah. Scott, I mean, that's like when I started seeing clips of the Killers, I didn't really know yeah. a lot about them. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this band's amazing. I don't know if it was them just with that crowd or. And then I saw them at the iHeart thing. And uh, all right, guys, final thoughts. 
First of all, thank you for doing this. Yeah, thank, thank you for, for having Vicky us. Hamilton. So much for having us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude, it's awesome. Tomorrow's going to be a real jam. Uh, if you want to meet them, uh, this will be out in about an hour. They'll be at the comedy store tonight watching Kill Tony. Uh, Let's go. Hell yeah. Oh, it's already taken care of. You guys have a booth. Oh, uh, oh fuck yeah. I don't know. Oh, I mean, Vicky, oh, you can tell them when they have to leave, but uh, they. Vicky says she's not going. You got a booth courtesy of Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, shout out to Tony. Tony. Shout out, Tony, uh, my man. Let's kill Tony. Uh, this is uh, a story I love telling, and Tony will be embarrassed. Uh, Tony used to be a fucking barista at Starbucks like nine years hey, ago. He works as our bass player, player, works at Starbucks. Let's get into that. Like, oh, it uh, sucks. <laughs> it's the no, worst. But why does it? Well, it, it does suck having a menial job. You know, I used to be a, a card checker at a fucking health club. and I worked at the deli in Ingalls. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> if I, no I offense, meet. but if I saw you behind the deli counter, I'd be like, I'm not yeah, that hungry. What can I get for you, dude? Uh, how about a Snickers bar? Because I'll assume you didn't touch that. Right better. on, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, what What's the word? Because, you know, now you're in a band. It's going to be successful. I, listen, I, I don't think you guys realize how lucky you guys have it with no, Vicky. No. I, and I mean we, that. We know. We're fucking yeah. around and joking around. But, like, this Vicky is, like. But I mean it, though. This Thank is, you, like, Vicky. getting the approval, like, I got when I got past at the comedy store. It's like, oh, wow, this is legit. Like, she's not no, going to waste your time. Good, dude. It feels so good. But the Starbucks, what's the worst thing? I mean, anything where you have to deal with customers is just going to be hell. Like <laughs> any, yeah, like the holidays or any time of year, really like people are going to be mad about something. So you just have to apologize for something that's really not your fault all the time. It's just bullshit. Yeah, they say uh, in the customer service field, the customer is always right. I find most of the time they're always wrong. I'm sorry, dude. You <laughs> just don't know what you're talking about. When they look at you like you're a loot, not you specifically, but like when I was checking cards like who's this fucking loser yeah. he's making minimum wage get, get <laughs> me my low life <laughs> yeah they fuck get, get me my grande latte and sh shut the fuck up and then they <laughs> tip you like a dollar on a you know but now you guys will have the last laugh i'm sure that so this is the unfortunate part of the podcast i hate doing it uh -oh. no no it's uh we're gonna all sing a rat song acapella no I'm oh just hell no She's got it. No. All right, come on. It's a good song, right? I mean, I, I tried to get him on. It's an they, eh. I'm it's not an saying it's eh. Stairway to Heaven, but like, like you know, Juan Crochet on bass. They call him the Bouncing Beaner. Um, <laughs> oh, come on, man. I'm not saying I call him that. I'm just saying that's what they uh, call him. Uh, so now you got to plug your social media individually if you want or just the band. I'll leave it up to you guys. Because I want my fans to become your fans. Uh, so we'll go around the table. If you have an individual Instagram, Twitter, whatever, or you just want to say the band, that's fine. And go. You can find us at Lovely World Music. And if you want to look us up individually, we are on there. But it's Lovely World. That's the band. And we're going to melt face. Yeah, about to say the same thing. Lovely World Music. Lovely World Music. Lovely World Music. Lovely <laughs> do you know what band you heard it <laughs> you heard Metallica. uh so uh tomorrow night january 7th the viper room 8 p.m it's a free show there's no excuses so all my fans who go to the comedy store for roast battle and see joe rogan and joey diaz just go to the viper room for uh, about a half hour the show's about a half hour half hour uh, is that's all we need that's all we need 45 minutes that's all you need to become fans of lovely world um 
and the, the thank you again to the legendary Vicky Hamilton for uh, appreciate uh, for having us. Oh, please, yeah, thank you uh, so much. I'll be it's there tomorrow pleasure. night. Our pleasure. No, the pleasure was all mine. <laughs> the pleasure was actually <laughs> mine. Yeah. So you guys, you know the deal. Inappropriate Earl is on Apple Podcasts, and if you don't like Apple, do SoundCloud. Just as good. Uh, Go on uh, Lovely World Music. Leave them a review. Uh, buy. Uh, there's in merch, T-shirts or anything uh, they can buy now. We got old merch. We're about to get new merch, but you can buy our old shit at the Viper Room if you come out. Oh, so there'll be. Uh, yeah, I mean, We're dude, it's to... what fifteen bucks for a T-shirt yep. or twenty. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's vintage. Yeah, it's vintage. It's old. You'll be the only ones that have it. We only got like a hundred left, so if you buy these, you'll be the only ones with these shirts. So like, get you a discount at a future concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just you know, it's like people are so bummed out that they could have gone to Gazzari's back in the day and get that OG Guns N' Roses shirt that's now worth like five hundred bucks on eBay. Yes. Yep. And instead, they uh, left with a Shark Island uh, CD <laughs> that they use right. as a uh, coaster. Oh, thank you for uh, the singer for Shark Island who said I wasn't big enough to come on the podcast. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, fuck uh, you, dude. Loser. That's a Richard Black if you want to uh, harass him online. But what a tease. Oh, uh, what a weenie. What a uh, weenie. I'll be at the Viber Room tomorrow night, guys. You guys better be uh, there. It's a free show. Please support your fellow artists. Let's get my man out of Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, fuck Ingles. Uh, fuck Ingles. Spartanburg. I mean, uh, Spartanburg. If you're in South Carolina, uh, there, there'll be local shows, I'm sure. Uh, I don't want any of my fans showing up at frat houses because that's a little creepy. It's but really uh, if they're at a bar or something, we'll arrange tickets, meet and greet, all that stuff. And uh, thank you guys again for doing this. Thank and, you again. Uh, please uh, enjoy this. Promote the band. Retweet this stuff so we can break these guys. Do and it. And get free tickets for the rest of my life. Do it. Do it. Do it.